Welcome to We Talk Banking and Finance from Walkers, where every fortnight we talk to colleagues and peers about the latest trends in offshore finance. Welcome back to a bonus edition of the Walkers We Talk Banking and Finance podcast. I'm Julia Kepi, Group Partner in our Jersey office, and I'm here today with my co-host, Alice White, Senior Associate, also from our Jersey office. Our podcast is currently on our summer hiatus. We finished season two with a bang a couple of months ago and very much in the planning stages for season three. But we just had to come back with a special episode following the return at the end of June of the annual Fund Finance Symposium in London last week. Now in its sixth year, the conference truly did come back with a bang. There was a great turnout and it was fabulous to see and hear from some real titans across the industry, including the extremely impressive Stephen Bartlett who provided an incredibly interesting insight into his journey so far and gave some really, really valuable advice. Personally, the one bit that I'll be taking away is that you should never write a business plan. Excellent, thank you. But perhaps more relevant, the importance of listening to yourself and how you're feeling and how that really feeds into your success in the long term. Anyway, Alice, tell me, what were the highlights and standout points for you? Thanks, Julia. Well, the standout point was really the fact that this was my very first European Fund Finance Association Symposium. Um, And it was great that I was able to get across to London and be in the room and get to meet some of these great players in our industry. Uh, So it all kicked off with welcome drinks on Monday night. And for a lot of our European colleagues, this was the first time that we'd all been able to get together in over two years. I know that was certainly true for us, as unfortunately, due to Omicron, Julia and I could not make Miami. But we certainly tried to make up for that in some way. Um, Walkers were a platinum sponsor of the London conference and we were able to get quite a number of our colleagues across our different jurisdictions across the London to be in attendance. And we even had our very own Andrew Trainer from our Dublin office moderate the panel on the risk pinch points. Um, so that was certainly my highlight, not just because Andrew was on it. It was a great, it was a great panel discussion. <laughs> but just I think it, it let's kick off by saying we're very much in fund finance 2.0. And in that context, we're seeing the very large committed subscription facilities. We're seeing quite a lot of alternative lenders, non-bank lenders entering into the market. And of course, the massive bud, buzzword of the conference was NAV facilities. Yeah, that's that's interesting because another theme I, I think I was hearing a lot throughout the conference and tying all of those together was partnerships. So partnerships between the alternative lenders and the banks in order to offer these these sort of mega facilities and how, you know, they're working together more and more. And of course, increasingly, insurance companies are, are entering the market now. So we're seeing more of those. And it's, you know, it's absolutely fantastic expansion into the, the range of you know, lenders and then lending options and, and products. And I think there was there's quite a lot of talk about the the different products available. Um, I mean, I heard a lot about Pref Equity. Same to you, Alice. Yeah, yeah. I think there was a great panel discussion on that. I really enjoyed how they spoke about the Pref Equity facilities versus the NAV facilities and how these can somewhat look similar in certain ways and 
you know, what the benefits and challenges were arising out of those facilities. And also what I found interesting was um, some of the discussion around the hybrid facilities and the challenges that were being seen in terms of trying to draft those facilities and the considerations that had to come into it. Absolutely, absolutely agreed. Um, and I think there are quite a few polls throughout a lot of the, um, uh, through the panels as well, which were, were particularly interesting. And I think yes. the overwhelming uh, view of the of the audience was that you know non-bank lenders are being increasingly seen and are expected to be increasingly seen which sort of takes us on quite nicely to you know where we think the market is going and I, I think overwhelmingly positive uh, views from everyone you know everyone thinks that correctly based on the past couple of years that this is an incredibly resilient market so you know it feels like there's a really positive outlook I mean Alice again same same feeling for you while you were there yeah absolutely I mean there was conversations and discussions had around you know the challenges that the rise in inflation and interest rate risk might have on the industry but everyone seemed to be very clued in into how this might affect the players and really seemed to you know, they had a plan in place. They had, there was no, no real alarm bells going off around, yeah. around the room. Completely agreed. And when we can't really talk about um, these sort of big uh, macroeconomic issues, you know, inflation and, and rising interest rates without mentioning, of course, that Boris Johnson has very recently <laughs> resigned. So, I mean, we, we, we can only hope that this stables things slightly, but, but that's one, one, one to be seen, I think, and not, not something we are trying to, to predict on a fun finance podcast. So I think that very broadly covers the, the main topics of, of what was being discussed on a, on a lot of the panels. One thing I thought was quite interesting is that there wasn't a huge amount of discussion on ESG, given how ESG is, is pretty much, you know, one of the hottest topics around and has been consistently throughout the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I know the prequin speaker touched on it, talking about oil and gas being a major challenge to investors and funds and their strategy and, you know, manager size being key for disclosures. You know, it's the larger managers that can absorb the disclosure costs associated with with a, a good ESG policy. However, I didn't, I don't think there are any panels dedicated to it. So I, I don't know if that's something that will will perhaps be for next year, assuming we're all still talking about it. Um, I think it'll be interesting to see how that develops. I mean, the general consensus that I seem to pick up on was that attitudes were definitely changing towards these ESG-linked products. And I think that's even seen in the types of facilities that we're seeing at the minute, Julia. There definitely seems to be an increased interest from investors, especially in like the private market. And we're seeing more sponsors adopting policies um, yeah, specific policies towards responsible investing. So yeah, it's de- it's definitely around. There's just so much to talk about. I think everyone's yeah, just so absolutely. excited getting together that. A- absolutely, you, and, you know, and and you know, to go back to the sort of the nav piece, you know, it's such interesting work with uh, the facilities becoming more and more bespoke that there is so much to say on them, and mm-hmm. the products are, are you know evolving all the time. So yeah, definitely really interesting topics for for all the attendees, you know, the investors, the banks, the lawyers, LPs, and, and the insurance companies as well. So that's fantastic. Well, that was the FFA European Symposium in a nutshell. We'll be uh, back officially, um, hopefully around September time, um, ready for a new school year, and really, really looking forward to it. Any thoughts or questions, please don't hesitate to get in touch with either Alice or myself. All information is on www.walkersglobal.com and looking forward to coming back in September. 
You've been listening to We Talk Banking and Finance from Walkers. If you've enjoyed this episode, please like, share and subscribe.